basically hey witches what's up you're listening to basic witches i'm rachel laforest i'm leah knauer and happy witchy wednesday last witchy wednesday of 2020 we made it um (laughs) (laughs) everyone this is going to be an amazing episode as per usual it's going to be a little messy but that's okay because we're with the mile high mess (laughs) and it's also going to be a little high but that's okay. Cause we're with the mile high mess. <laughs> um, you know them. They're another soul fire productions podcast. It's Katie Decker and Shelby Hyde. They're two awesome, intuitive, also skeptical, also witchy <laughs> women. And, um, wow. and they have a very interesting, funny story of how they know each other and how they relate to each other, yes. um, which you'll hear all about in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went as usual, deep fast. So we're, <laughs> we're getting right into it. <laughs> um, you know, something that is different for me personally is that I am not going to be on Instagram anymore, but basic witches is still alive and thriving on there. So if you have not already, go follow at Basic Witches where you can find the link to our Patreon, which you can join to connect directly with us. We will do card readings over Zoom with you, get to know you, even shout you out on the podcast. So be sure to check out our Instagram and Patreon. Yes. And if you don't already have some Basic Witches merch, you can get that. Um, that's all at the link in our bio on our Instagram. Um, or you can go to basicwitches.threadless.com. That's right. Hey, that was so clean. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. So fresh and so clean. Yeah. <laughs> this episode. Let's get into the mess. Yeah. So how are you guys today? Oh, pretty good. We had a long weekend. So we have like a group of friends that we've kind of just been seeing throughout quarantine. And one of them had a birthday yesterday Mm. and we took some mushrooms and it was a lot of fun, but like, I'm tired. Wait, (laughs) tell us about that. Any downloads? What came through? What happened? It was good. They were, the mushrooms that we get out here are very like mellow. I I describe them as like little warm, loving hands, just like hugging you all night. Yeah. But they're not like... (laughs) So we went to a Botanical Gardens light show. So it's kind of like, you know how Zoom's oh. have like the light shows. Mm-hmm. So we did that, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like super trippy. It was just kind of like warm and fuzzy and everything just looked prettier and more like animated. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They were like nothing crazy. Do um, you guys have, have you had crazy trips before? Or like, are you super experienced? Um, I don't know. I don't think that I've ever had like a bad trip with mushrooms. I think that they're really mellow. And like, I almost feel like if I smoke too much weed, I get more like bad trippy than with mushrooms. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Or sometimes I, agree. I, I held off for so long because I was very scared of it. Cause I've heard like horror stories about bad trips and like you get in your head and it's sounds very scary. So I was just terrified of them, but I have never had a bad experience. It's always like very like All warm right. and loving and like positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fear is always like bigger than necessary. I think. Totally. Yeah, I'm always scared until it kicks in, and then it's like, oh yeah, it makes you feel great. So <laughs> it dissolves yeah. that. Well, sometimes it's embarrassing because you feel like too good, <laughs> where you're just like in heaven and on a different wavelength than everybody else, and they're like, she's really enjoying herself. <laughs> yeah. Like, so that's almost like 
my worst fear is like, I don't want to have too good of time and like embarrass myself. Like I'm just like in my own little euphoria. <laughs> That's funny. Um, can you guys tell us, cause I know, but I want our listeners to know how you guys met or what the relationship is of you two. Oh God, how much time do you have? <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, our relationship now is where I'd say, we, I think we consider each other sisters. We met um, about five years ago now. Five. Uh, we used to work at this logistics company. We met, uh, she, Katie, had lived here for about two years more than I did. And I moved out here. I was dating a guy and uh, we were working in the same office and it was like a really toxic, turbulent relationship. So I wanted to change a pace. I was in Michigan. So I decided to move to Denver. And then like, long story short, like the second that I met Katie, I like fell in love with her. Like Aww. I like yeah I know it's so so cheesy but like I really did like I, like her energy and everything I was just super mm -hmm. drawn to her and so I decided to move out here I met her when I like came to check out the office and I mean do you want to take it from yeah, there well we both it's interesting because we both are originally from Michigan and we moved out to Denver for the job with the same company so oh. I, I was like two years ahead of her and had made the, the big move by myself it was like a huge transition in my life I was born and raised in the Midwest and like my whole family lives there. I've never done anything scary like that. So I did it. And, um, you know, I met a lot of great people out here and it was really life-changing and like, uh, you know, it, you grow a lot when you do something like that by yourself and yes. she was kind of right behind me. So I was like encouraging her to do that. You're like, absolutely. You know, what's, you know, take a risk. Like, why not? So, uh, yeah, she came out here. We were instantly like best friends. We were those annoying friends that would just be able to like four in the morning. We went camping with our friends and they were just like, you two were in that 10 to like 4 a.m. just laughing. What the hell are we talking about? We don't even know. We yeah. just, our energy is just like, it was almost like soulmates right from the beginning. What are your signs? That? I'm a Leo and I'm Libra. Oh. Okay. Fire those, and are they are they like attracted to each other usually that's definitely a katie question i don't know i <laughs> a lot of my really good friends happen to be libras so there's something okay. about my leo that likes Le libras i think yeah. Interesting. I, have, I have lots of friends that i find when do i do you know them, your like, other placements like are you also a libra in your other signs um i'm very much leo i don't know what my okay. I have i have an app for that but i don't have it all memorized <laughs> but i'm not sure i don't know if i have much libra in me but i i do like make friends with libras very easily mm. interesting so that must have made like the job so much more fun to have a new best friend at work like yeah so it it did make it a lot more fun until i realized like oh shit like i'm actually in love with her like i want to both straight today. too yeah so we're both straight oh um, yeah so it's it's quite the tale so like finally after like a year of being like best friends we'd always like have sleepovers and stuff and it's sleepovers yeah at first. like yeah we made the plunge and like it was super who made the first move like how did that yes. happen oh my god <laughs> so my parents were actually in town this was what like four years ago romantic well, it was quite <laughs> not romantic. All, of, all of our friends would always be like are you guys scissoring yet like kind of as a joke yeah mm -hmm. we were so close like we got so close so fast and all of our friends would always like make little jokes about it but i don't think any of them actually thought that they both mm. thought we were straight yeah i mean we were dating and sleeping with guys at the time so mm -hmm. yeah it was crazy and still crazy to think about but finally like the plunge was made and then there was I mean we could go into so much detail but like uh for me like coming out as gay was very like 
hard. Like she was just like, let's do it. Let's tell everybody. And I was like, absolutely not. So we really kept it under wraps because of me for like, probably like six months until it became painfully obvious to like our friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It comes to a point where you can't hide it. And it's like, insulting i remember you went to a bachelorette party and like you shelby came out to her family and friends and you like got mad at me because i i wasn't open with my family about it and it caused like a lot of tension Mm -hmm. so we both kind of like pushed each other to open up and yeah that was good Oh, wow. I just watched Prom on Netflix, and that's like the same plot. Really? <laughs> oh my god, I have to watch it. Um, the happiest season on Hulu is also really, really, really good. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah, we. Yeah. I, I watched that now three times, but I like haven't watched it. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be doing something else. And, like, oh, yeah. like, I don't actually watch it because totally. it's great, but totally. I've watched it three times. I need so. to watch it without a box of wine. Yeah, like, I need yeah. to watch it. Well, I'm sure that process was like very hard for both of you spiritually. What, how would you like describe that time and how does it feel now to be out? Oh my gosh. So different than it did. Um, for me, like I, I struggled with it a ton. Um, I didn't want to have the feelings that I was having and, um, I come from Michigan and like, I've grown up a, a certain way as I'm sure you can imagine in the Midwest, how it might mm. be, um, and there was a lot of denial for me or thinking like, okay, maybe this is just a phase or maybe this is just this one person. So um, it was really hard. And then like, I was super bashful about it, but it turns out like all of my friends and everybody who knows this is like so, so supportive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Good. Yeah. yeah, my family is, they're still very much confused. So I'm a triplet and one of my triplet brothers is gay. He's a Hold kid. up. What? Wait, so <laughs> tell, tell us about the tripletness. Yeah, so I uh, I have five brothers and sisters. We're all come from the same parents. Um, and we're the oldest and we're fraternal triplets. And I have two brothers. Wow. And one of them has been gay our whole life. Like we watch home videos and we're like, who didn't know? Yeah. <laughs> like, he just was he was born like that. And uh, you know, like looking back mm-hmm. now, he just he was gay his whole life. Like he was mm-hmm. born like that. So he came out when he was about 21 and it was kind it was kind of hard on my parents. Like they were just like, didn't want a difficult life for him. And he kind of got bullied about it. And it was just kind of hard for um, the family. And, but the way he described it, he has a very specific, like I knew in second grade, when we were in line, I was at the water fountain behind a specific boy. And like, I knew I was gay. And he has a very uh, like cut and dry story about his sexuality. So then at 30 years old, when I called my parents said, I'm in love with my best friend, they were like, you're going through a quarter life crisis. Yep. This is a phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my mom compared it to a relationship when women go to jail. She's <laughs> like, no, when, when women go to prison and they're like lonely and you know, they're bad experiences <laughs> with men, they, they start to date each other. They were oh just very God. confused by it. Wow. So it's still honestly kind of weird. Like they don't really get it. Oh yeah. Mm. I'd say my mom doesn't get it either, but, um, kind of like going back to our relationship. So we're not together at all anymore. We're like the best of friends. And that was a whole different kind of journey because mm. something that I've learned and now I pretty much exclusively date women. Like when you go through a break and when I've gone through many with men and women, like losing like a girl is just like, feels so much harder. Than, like also like my best friends, like that's yeah. the person I go to when I'm like, I mean, super sad, which I mean, obviously a guy can and has been that for me too, but it just, it felt so different because our lives are just so much more intertwined with like who we associate with and mm-hmm. pretty much like everything. So, well, and when we had dated men in the past, it was like, you go out with a man for the purpose of dating. Like you never, we never fallen in love with a man because of his like soul before, yeah. you know, <laughs> so it was different. It was just 
different on so many levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. how did you guys navigate like remaining friends and oh. now having a show together? <laughs> yeah. All of this. Yeah. It was seamless or perfect. Um, <laughs> no, so like basically, uh, like our relationship was not good at all. Like I, w- mm-hmm. I think a lot of it stemmed from my own insecurities and like really not being okay with being gay for a while. And, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how to explain it. Cause I feel like I was so in love with you and like still am in so many ways, but like, it just was time for it to be over. So mm. something that we like kind of did, especially me, like in throughout the course of our relationship is we would like kind of like go date men because like we were kind of trying to like force that, but then also be like, well, this isn't feel right. It was just a, it was a mess. And mm. the crazy part is before we, anything like physical ever happened between us and like anything was ever like spoken about, we decided to live together as roommates. So we not only like decided to kind of start experimenting whatever we're going to call it, but like also we were already moving in with each other. So it was just like, it was destined for failure. We had our podcast together. Yeah, we had our podcast. We were working together. And I mean, all those things are still true now. We were coming to the office every day, like, and everybody, we were like freaking frack. Everybody knew we were best friends. we We would come in and tell everybody our date stories and like tell each other our date stories on Monday morning. And everybody's like, oh my God, like, you two just need to tell these stories and, you know, share, <laughs> share these experiences with, you know, uh, an audience. So it was just funny, like how it all started of us going on dates with men and then we would kind of get jealous and <laughs> we, would, we, would plan our dates. we would plan our dates on the same night so that we wouldn't have to like miss out on each other. So we're like, okay, oh, we got to watch Dateline on so Wednesday. Sweet. <laughs> we're going to a bottle of wine. We're going to watch Dateline. So have your date on Thursday so that we can hang out on Wednesday. Yeah. That, that's wow. what we knew it was like. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember was there, one time was in an exact moment. Yeah. yeah. So I remember one time in particular, like I had this, like, uh, it was probably like a, a bumble date with a guy lined up and I was like, he has a friend just come with, like, I didn't even want to go on it. So we all like went on this date and this guy was like getting handsy with Katie and I really got like fucking pissed. And I was like, I up and left. I was like, this is bullshit. Like, and then I like had to really sit down and think to myself, like, okay, why am I angry? Like, do I not want my friend to be happy? Like, why can't I watch my friend get hit on? Like what's going on? Like, and start thinking about the hard questions. And mm-hmm. yeah. And so where do you got, cause speaking as a queer woman myself, like I feel really fluid in my sexuality and um, I'm kind of wondering where you've landed currently. Like, Katie, do you still identify as gay or have you been dating men? So I I would identify it if you're gonna put a label on it, but my saying is labels are for jars, not people. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And, uh, but I would say like I I am I love somebody's like heart and soul and their their whole being and their energy. So I think like that would probably be labeled as pansexual. Mm-hmm. Or like I think I could fall in love with a man or a woman just based on like who they are. I, I, I think I'm sexually attracted to people that like, I love and I think are good Mm -hmm. people and have a good energy. And like, when you fall in love with somebody's soul, like they automatically become attractive. So, uh, you know, that being said, I, I, I hate, I hate to say bisexual, but I think like pansexual is probably a better way to describe it. Yeah. It, it, and I love your, (laughs) labels are for jars, not people, (laughs) because it is, it's becoming increasingly hard now that we are recognizing, like, it is such a spectrum. It's hard to even label. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I also have lately been like, oops, should I have come out as bi when I came out as queer? But it's like, queer is what felt right at the time. (laughs) I might be all the things. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to put a label on it. And like, 
it just seems so, I don't want to ever pigeonhole myself. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would never want to say, you know, I'm a lesbian, but I could, I could completely fall in love with like a beautiful man, you know, if he, if he had the right energy. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, it's hard to label it, but you know, that's kind of what people want. And I think that's why my family was so confused because mm-hmm. my brother was so um, clear. clear in his label and like always knew. And then they're just like, he spent his whole life convincing my family that it, it's not a choice. And then I come in at 30 mm-hmm. and they're like, well, are you, ch-? they think it's, they're uh, kind of think I'm insulting him. Wow. Mm-hmm. The human life is just <laughs> complex. <laughs> yeah. But totally. I love that you that you both see each other as like a beautiful, it seems like a beautiful stepping stone into being who you're both meant to be. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I don't know where I would be or like what my sexuality would be like or mm. what I I don't know if we had never met. Yeah. Cause like mm-hmm. I haven't dated a, a man since her and I have dated and like I don't think I'll, I'll ever say never to anything because like I continue to surprise myself. But like I don't I don't know. Once I what would you label yourself if you had to? I'd say I'm gay. I don't like the word lesbian. It's like I don't know, you know, it's you so, just like pick so, your it's word so like middle. Yeah, it's like, just you have yeah. to like commit like what who knows, yeah. you know, what's yeah. gonna happen. I never thought I would fall in love with a woman ever in my whole life and mm-hmm. I did. So now I just feel like I want to just oh leave the gosh. door open to whatever. My sexuality There's... is like mainly straight and then Kristen Stewart. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really into her lately. <laughs> I was gonna say, is this new? <laughs> Maybe she's your stepping stone, Leah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Um, oh, I was gonna say something, but I forgot um something about because now you're thinking about Kristen Stewart like hey (laughs) she gets in there (laughs) it's her swagger and her confidence when she finally came out and embraced who she really was I was like oh damn K-Stu can fucking get it actually (laughs) actually she was she was on my list since that um Jenny Lewis music video um just one of the guys you know where they all wear suits yeah it's like all women dressed masculine and it was like she recently she recently was the only guest at a Chanel fashion show, like the only guest, just this what? past week. What? That's so weird. She's, she's, so she just hot. sat there and had a whole fashion show walk in front of her. Um, yeah, you guys should watch it because it's really sexual. That's just, just like, like so strange, though. Yeah, I mean, twenty twenty is a strange year. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I remembered what I was gonna say. I was gonna say like, there's so many things I never ever thought I would do that I have done now and had a yeah, great so, time doing them like what, how, so you consider yourself queer what does that even entail and like when did you discover that side of yourself so the well looking back I was kind of like your brother mm-hmm. <laughs> I was having experience sexual experiences with girls and boys very young um but I kind of repressed the girls ones um like girls first um starting in like first grade or kindergarten even like kissing kissing in the basement while we're playing like rubbing around (laughs) even though we didn't know what we were doing but it felt good (laughs) (laughs) um and then it's like I did play college basketball like there is a certain where did you play I played I played basketball oh nice I I played in New York uh Hunter College it was D3 cool 
Um, but yeah, but we were state champions by proxy because we actually came in second, but then the winning team had a scandal two years later and got their title revoked. Technically a champion. (laughs) That's amazing. What was the scandal? Were you involved in the scandal? No, no, no. It was the, it was the other school that had the scandal. They were, um, they were basically getting paid and with D3, you can't be paid to to play because all their like shoes and equipment and things yeah we're getting paid (laughs) bought by the coach so illegal um (laughs) 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 but um no there was a lot of there was a lot of like oh the shoe fits but i didn't recognize it until Um. um yeah, like, this and- is an Air Jordan. I was expecting a slipper, but oh <laughs> <laughs> because really I'm more of a slipper girl. But like I, I sometimes I like do my high tops. <laughs> <laughs> and and then um, living in LA, so I lived in New York, young. I had all the opportunities to be like technically comfortable, you know, with sure. a fluid sexuality. But I just was from such a religious upbringing and such a um, restricted sex education as a nun that. That, like I repressed it all um and it wasn't until living in LA and uh becoming a third to a couple that okay. I got to experiment with women because it was the couple was hetero a married couple um and so that just opened everything up and then I didn't come out until this year because I felt that it was like it became a duty kind of to come out and like set that more as the norm and just be that example totally yeah but i um i've obviously like talked about my experiences with all the sexes on this show but i really came out like to my family directly and and also posted it online so for for what i know you're you're dating you're dating a man but do you think that the um the gay community kind of looks at you like you know, you, you identify as queer, but you're dating a man. Like, do, do you ever find like judgment based on that? Cause I wonder, you know, in our community, like we, we hang out with such like gay women. If one of them just started dating a man, I wonder, you know, if they would get any kind of like, yeah, I thought about that yeah, too. So, wow. It's so, yeah, I know that's fascinating. I haven't come up against that, but like, it's so interesting to me because what I ultimately have found is I'm kind of back to where you're at, where I'm like, well, how do I even label it? Because it's almost no different to me at this point. Like I, I really hook up with both sexes in the same way. And I, and I also have a third who's a woman now that I have like a more of a, not just sex. Like we talk and we're, she's a third. Um, We're not in love. It's not like that relationship level, but I would just say like, to me, it feels so just like, it doesn't, it almost doesn't matter. I'm just attracted to the person mm-hmm. just like you, Katie. Um, yeah. so yeah, I guess I've been lucky. I haven't really been like judged for that. Um, That's how I feel, but I can't imagine somebody in our friend group just all of a sudden starting dating a guy. I feel like that would be, mm-hmm. it would cause some, you know, un- yeah. uncomfortableness. Like, mm-hmm. have you thought about that? Well, I know I've totally thought about that. I mean, we could probably use more straight friends. Honestly, we hang out with like pretty much <laughs> exclusively gay women. And it's just so much drama because They're like great, everybody sleeps with everybody. So, I mean, oh, it'd be great, yourself, but like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild out there. Who I like wish I had more straight friends, but yeah, I think it would be super <laughs> weird if, uh, if, if one of them started dating a guy. Yeah. Like I, I, 
don't think I personally would judge because I love my friends for who they are. But like, I think that like people would be like whispering a little bit and then everybody would get over it. But Mm. I mean, we've had some crazy stuff happen within our friend group and um, you mentioning being a third. So we have these really good friends and uh, two of them were dating for about like three years. And then another girl came into their relationship and like at first everybody like i don't think anybody really judged but they're like oh this is probably just a phase well mm-hmm. it's been two years now and they all live together and they're like actually like all in love and in like a monogamous throuple, throuple. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally. it made me want I'm, i've got interest i know they seem so happy I'm I'm just, i know and they're all so hot and like last night <laughs> with those shrooms they're like giving me a speech and i was like wait like i I think I want that. First. I, I, feel, I want to be at the bottom of this. I know. I was like, how can I bust into they this? Seem, they seem so happy. They're proof that like, you could uh, have that. They, they seemed like well-adjusted to, n- n- not one of them seemed to be like jealous or left out. They just seemed very like well-adjusted and yeah. um, comfortable in that setting. So yeah. yeah. Kind of eye-opening. I mean, I, in my threesomes, like we have felt like we're on ecstasy when we're totally sober. It's pretty magical. And three is a magic number, you know? there's there's something true to that (laughs) yep we were talking about it today though after we kind of sobered up and I was like how do you think that they do that like so confidently and my friend's like well there's a lot of talking going on like communication Mm -hmm. I was like Mm -hmm. okay not for me like I don't want to talk that much but like I can imagine you would have to have so much communication to be like and trust yeah yeah I mean I I know some I have some friends who are a married couple and have a third I'm friends with the third um but they've all been together like they've been married many many years they've all been a throuple for i want to say like five to ten years Damn. so and work. and it's like and and I, they don't all live together though the third has her mm-hmm. own place and she's more independent but like she is their third and it has been that, that way for many many nice. years <laughs> wait no, and you said you married? Be the celebrity <laughs> the couple is married correct okay. yeah yeah so you're like, I'm, yeah, I'm the celebrity shot. I just come yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, being the unicorn. Oh. Yeah, that's when hard. You guys, when, you, when you guys are bored and, you know, I'll, I'll come in. Yeah. 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 Totally. And it gives her time to like, she's really driven woman doing her own thing. And like, it gives her all that time to do that. And, yeah. And yeah. I mean, there's I just. I think that's. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say there's so many combinations. And like with my primary partner, what we keep reminding ourselves is we we set out to do this not like anything we've ever done before. This is not a traditional relationship. Mm-hmm. We yeah, can always just, keep making it up. Yeah, I don't like those shrimps did something to me yesterday because like <laughs> I was talking to one of them. The other two were like upstairs um, and we were all with in our me. house. I yeah. was upstairs with the other two. Lucky you. Um, <laughs> Like, I was like, so honestly, like, do you think this is going to be like a long-term thing? And she was like, I mean, it'd be pretty cool. She's like, I could focus on my career and like raising a child, like traditionally it's supposed to be what, like a man and a woman, but like, why do all these women go crazy and break? Because they're literally raising kids. Like imagine doing it with two other people. Like that's how they used to do it in communes. Like this yes. history has shown that like, you're supposed to be raised in a pack. Like, yeah. but I was like, thinking about it, I was like, that makes so much sense. Like, yeah, no wonder some women just break one day. Like mm. I would never want to sacrifice my career and like, 
good times and everything just to raise a kid. Oh my God. I have two foster cats right now and I'm losing my mind. And this isn't (laughs) even like a fraction of motherhood, I'm sure, but it feels like it. (laughs) (laughs) She's breaking. (laughs) Oh God. She's like, I would really love two other moms. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I need a support group. (laughs) no but seriously Shelby you're exactly right like we are group society mammals we are not supposed to be running on our own like Mm -hmm. if if we if we hadn't the technology that removed us from the food chain we would totally die if we lived in the family units we live in nowadays like Mm. you would not survive yeah (laughs) in the natural world but we have all the technology to like make it possible they yeah. yeah it's just it's crazy that like the script of like what life and family is supposed to be is just so ingrained in us and then like we yeah. went down this whole rabbit hole because she was like we were talking about one of our mutual friends who's kind of going through a hard time and she's like well you have to think about it this way like people who struggle with their sexuality at all like they have to go over like a different hump than everybody else does because like, you know, they, they haven't had it normal and they're confused and they're figuring things out and they're trying to like mm-hmm. fit themselves into like, you know, a circle fitting into a square. But like, that's why so many queer people like are delayed in some ways. And I'm like, okay, well, mm-hmm. what do you mean by delayed? She's like either delayed in their career, delayed in dating because they didn't start dating who they actually wanted to date mm-hmm. until, you know, X, Y, Z date. And now they're really behind in that regard or like behind emotionally or some like mm-hmm. flaw in their personality. Like there's a really big hump you have to get over. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. That's why I'm totally. so sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and because sexuality is a, is a, part of your health it's like one of the five Mm -hmm. houses of health so but it's not treated like that in this culture it's not prioritized as like a part of your health it's shamed Mm -hmm. and like repressed and taught to be only one way which there is no one way (laughs) so crazy well the one way that they told us was like in a marriage to a man heterosexual under god yeah yeah how many do you Katie and Shelby believe that anyone is fully straight. Anyone human has never had a, yeah, me, me either. No. <laughs> They're shaking so their my, heads. My no. analogy no. I always use is um, I think sexuality is like politics. Like there is the left wings and the right wings. And then there's the pe- most people fall somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. and you can identify with one or the other, but the reality is like, most people aren't so extreme. Most people have qualities of both of them and like social issues from this side and, you know, um, fiscal Mm -hmm. reasons from this side. And like, it's, it's just a mod podge of somewhere on a spectrum. And I think sexuality is like that. Some people I do truly believe are absolutely heterosexual and like Mm -hmm. would be repulsed by the idea. Uh, I think repulsed. Yes. But I think there's a lit, like somebody can maybe make them look twice. I don't think that they would ever act on it because I think so many people conditioned to like think that that's wrong and gross and whatever. But like, I don't know if I believe any one person is like absolutely all the way, 100% straight. I I think that they're like 99.999, but Mm -hmm. there are some people though that will be like Republicans to the day they die and they will never like, but politics aren't the same as sexuality you're just making a comparison it is a good comparison it is but i don't think it's an exact one so yeah sexuality is very complex i I mainly identify as straight but like i've questioned a lot and i think that that's normal and healthy and human to question it we have a lot of straight friends that have been like yeah, if I was in the right time at the right place or like met mm-hmm. the right person, who knows? Yeah. Oh yeah, like I think women are beautiful and I think my boyfriend is so hot. So if I was with him and then a hot woman wanted to enter, like 
yeah right place right time <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> but i love that that we're able to have these conversations that we live in a, a time and a place that we can be honest about this yeah, yeah. It, it is so great and i think that like everybody at least the people that we interact with does a good job of pushing the agenda so that like we we as queer people don't have to go over that hump and be delayed in one way or another. Like right. I think every single one of my friends in some way is delayed, even if it's delayed mm -hmm. just by society's regards in terms of like you're 40 and you still don't have kids and you're not married, like delayed, which mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily make it a bad thing, but right. I think by like right. the standard and the norm. Yeah. Oh, you're just a free spirit. You're a lost soul. You haven't found yourself yet just because, you know, yeah, you, you haven't found your person, but it doesn't. Yeah. I, it like has a negative connotation and I don't think it should. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Look, witches, life can get pretty messy. We know this. That's why we're here. But you know what can help make it a little bit better is better help. We talk so much on this show about therapy and how special and important it is. And that's exactly what better help is. They are online therapy. Mm, they are affordable and private, and they've been doing this the longest. They were already the online therapists before quarantine, so they really know what they're doing. Plus, they offer individual counseling, couples, teenage, really any, any need you have, there is a licensed professional therapist online for you through BetterHelp. Mm-hmm. It is so helpful, as you'll hear in this episode, self-care and therapy and just treating your mind right because mm -hmm. you deserve it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what you also deserve is 10% off your first month. So use our code basic witches at betterhelp.com slash basic witches to get 10% off your first month using better help. You heard that right. 10% off your first month with the code basic witches go to better slash basic witches. Now we better get back to the episode. I'm curious what um, drew both of you to Colorado from Michigan. Like, are they similar? Are they different? How did you both end up there? I don't know, soulmates. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, a lot of people from Michigan do love Colorado. It has really? like- Yeah, cause there's like skiing and snowboarding and like on a miniature scale there. So, and like the outdoors are pretty cool, I guess, in Michigan. I honestly mm. just like never felt like I fit in in the Midwest. Like mm. all my friends, most of my friends from high school are married with like five kids living in the suburbs. I always hated the suburbs. You know, yeah. Hated the suburbs. Yeah. I was always more like, you should live in the city. You should ride a bike to work. Like you shouldn't be wasteful and we should live in communities. And like, I've believed in communes since I can ever remember. And I just felt like I have all these ideas. And like, I just felt like kind of an outcast in the Midwest because I didn't want the, the same thing that everybody else wanted. Mm -hmm. So I got a job opportunity here and I just felt like it was the universe telling me, I, I drank a beer one night and I, it said Denver, Colorado on it. So I was like, all right, I gotta go. Wow. <laughs> was it Coors? <laughs> yeah. I, I was like very torn because I had never left my family and I come from like a big Irish Catholic family. We're all really close and it's really scary. I didn't know anybody out here. I didn't, I hadn't even been on an airplane. Until Are you I was serious? Like 14. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so I'd only been on an airplane like once or twice. And so the thought of moving, moving across the yeah. country where I could only, you know, come back, I was a flight away. It was terrifying, but I just felt like I didn't fit in there and there was something else for me. And then I just took that sign and 
Yeah. I was very lost and drinking a beer on New Year's Eve. And I like looked at it and said, Denver, Colorado. So Done. I went into my boss's office that Monday. It's like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then did you transfer with your same company just to a Denver? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That works out nice. Cool. Um, yeah. So what other like signs or synchronicities like that have, have mm. happened in your lives? That's a good one. So many for me. I annoy the shit out of she, it. You do? <laughs> I'd be the better one to answer these kind of questions. She's very, very spiritual, which is, I'm like, finally now just like, okay, fine. Like, you're probably right. I can't really deny that sign. And like, I'm such a cynic and like, I always have been, but like, mm. I don't know, ever since like moving out here and becoming, not becoming gay, but like opening up my eyes and trying new things. Definitely. I, I feel like I, I do. It's just coming around. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I don't know. I have so many. I don't even know. What's like the most recent one that kind of blew your mind? I have one. Oh, you should tell them yeah. your story about your drive, though. The drive or the credit card one's pretty good. <laughs> oh, he's like, full of that. I hear one of those. Um, I think probably the most special one was the credit card one. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, um, I had like a wild weekend, and I was kind of, uh, I was like in, going through a breakup, and just I was living alone, and just kind of not like in a happy place and trying to figure out myself. So I went and like went and went on a rager over the weekend and I came home on Sunday night and I'm like, open up my wallet and my credit card's gone. I'm like, oh, oh, shit. So I call like the last three bars that I was at and no one had it. So I'm like, I'm, I wonder if I left it in the Uber and I'm just like beating myself up. Like, girl, you got to get it together. Like you cannot just like, you're so reckless. Like this is so dumb. Like you're 30 years old. You can be just losing your credit card. That's embarrassing. And I was really hard on myself. Damn. So um, I called the bank and ordered another one and I had my debit card in my wallet. So I went to the grocery store to get groceries for the week and I'm checking out and I had like a whole week's worth of groceries. Like the guy's just like ringing them in and I'm looking through my wallet and I realized I had canceled the wrong card. So I had oh. my credit card and I canceled my debit card. So they were both, I had no money. Oh so, no. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. And I was already beating myself up. Oh. So the guy just keeps scanning the groceries and it's like a lot. Like I buy like two weeks worth of groceries. So I'm like sitting there just like, oh my God, like my card's gonna decline. And so I look at the guy and I'm like, I, I'm gonna have to come back. I, I don't have my card. And he's like, oh, you sure? He's still like, there's, it's still going. So I look down where like the credit card machine is and there's a white envelope full of cash. Like a stack what? Of I and I, my heart like starts beating and I'm just like holy shit and I look over and there's this woman in a wheelchair that was like wheeling in front of me and I was like oh my god I, I hold on one second and I told the guy like hang on and I took the envelope and I like put it in my coat and I went up to her and I bent down and I was like ma'am ma'am and my face was probably white like she and she was kind of like <laughs> alarmed <laughs> Like, oh my gosh. It was this weird girl getting like, ma'am, ma'am. Um, ma'am. She, and I go, are you missing something? And she goes, she like pats herself and her face turns white and she looks at me and be like, oh. and I was like, is this yours? And she grabs it and she goes, oh my God, you're an angel. I think it was her uh, like social security check or her disability or whatever. Oh my God. So I went back to the guy at the use can. I was like, I got to come back. Like, I, sorry, you can just put my groceries aside. And I was just like, oh. I could have paid oh. for it with any money in that envelope. Right. <laughs> it was yeah. thick. So I go mm-hmm. home and uh, no groceries. I'm like, how am I going to get lunch all week? I have no money. And by the time I get the cards, it takes seven to 10 business days. I already ordered a new one, but I ordered the wrong one. <sighs> so now I have to cancel both of them, whatever. So I get my mail and there is a credit card in the mail. <laughs> I didn't order a credit card. I didn't like 
there's no way it would have came that same day. It's just not possible. Yeah, yeah. It just like appeared in my mailbox. What? Why? <laughs> How? It was, I don't know. It was the craziest thing I think that's probably ever happened to me. Like, and is that the there. credit card you use now? Yeah. It, it, it just unbelievable. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then I sat down and I had this like spirit, like I, if I wouldn't have given that woman the envelope back and if I would have maybe taken that money, would the would that credit card have been in my mailbox? Oh, I love it was like karma to the, I, no, people don't believe that story, but I kid you not. There's just no way I could have gotten one that same day. It's not, no, of course mm-hmm. not. No, it that's wasn't crazy. Expired. Uh, I didn't call before. It just, it's just, they just sent you wow. a new one for some reason. Yeah. It was just wild. Was really that crazy. is so <laughs> cool. When did you go back to get the groceries? The next day. <laughs> <laughs> do like a maze like, to do anything <laughs> well I was so high like I was so high on life after I got that card I'm like oh, I don't even like, I don't even need to eat yeah it out oh, no, like, like I don't even need to get groceries like that's amazing man that's so cool but you have some big ones though what recently have I had there was one and it like I forgot to tell you about this this was like yesterday so yes. and, no the sword one was good the sword when you know, I did that dream I don't remember. The sword. I don't remember. Can you tell it? I remember, like, it was refreshing my memory. Uh, but you you didn't tell me about it. She, like, hides it from me because she doesn't want me to be right. It's true. So, like, something <laughs> will happen and she won't tell me until, like, months later. Like, okay, I don't want to tell you, but, like, when you gave me that that stone, like, all the shit. Okay, I'll wait. There was one, like, last week. So, Katie loves her rocks. So I'm like, okay, cool. So, she oh gives me, rocks. it's actually right Hold here. On. We work from home and she gives me this one. What's it called? Citri. Citri. Apparently, it's money or something. I don't know. Yes. But I'm like, yeah, okay. She's like, put it on your desk. Just put it on your desk. So the next day, I won this like giant, giant project at work, like, like worth like thousands and thousands of dollars. And I was like, okay, maybe you're right. Like that, did, like it came from nowhere. Like you didn't even tell me until three days after. I know. Remember after we got that big project, I put that rock on my desk. I'm like, no. <laughs> Wait, and it was citrine. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's for abundance. The rock for abundance. Well, yeah. The quote rock. Why? Yeah. <laughs> What was this latest one? You said oh, God. This one's <laughs> so See, she doesn't even tell me. I'm hearing it the first like, time. Like, this is so <laughs> crazy, but it was like one of those times where like I needed a sign. So like, I have been like, obviously struggling a lot this year with emotions in life and everything. And like, this year has definitely forced myself to face like a lot of different issues that I've had that I've been burying because everything gets brought to light when you're really forced to face yourself and you can't go out and numb it or just constantly be surrounded mm-hmm. by people. So just having an off day, whatever. And like, um, I like was like, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm so tired. So I go to take the trash out and like on top of our trash in our backyard, there was this sweatshirt and like it was placed perfectly on top of the trash. And this is so cheesy, but like I, I really needed the time. The sweatshirt had like a dragonfly on it, and it was like whisper words of wisdom, let it be, you know, like the Beatles song. Oh, and I was like, wow. God damn it. <laughs> and how did you feel after the God damn it part? Like, like, okay, yeah, I get it. Life's not that bad. Cool. Mm. <laughs> I love like that. Like a true cynic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's> beautiful. <laughs> yep. That's how my partner is like, he's a cynic and um, a skeptic and um, was atheist. Now he feels just like neutral. Um, Is that because of you, you think? But yeah, yeah. The change is because of me and because there's been some part, there's been some shit that happened that he can't deny. 
those little mm-hmm. moments. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you're we, a witch. I, I went to a, a seance recently with two of my friends and they oh. were both cynics and they came out of that. Like, <gasps> tell us, yeah, tell do us. tell. That was really cool. That story. was really cool. You should tell this. Oh, was man. Yeah. Were you both I, there? Yeah. So I, you weren't there. I was, no, I wasn't, but I heard about okay. them as well. So I had a really good friend when I first moved out here. She was like one of the first friends I met through work and I would go to Thanksgiving dinner with her family because I don't have any family and she's a native and um, her like whole family lives out here. So they would bring me in for holidays and, and things. And we actually have the same birthday, the oh. exact same. So we would celebrate her birthdays together and I was pretty close with her family. And um, a couple years ago, her dad died in a freak accident mm. and um, it was like really obviously hard on everybody, but she called me that couple weeks before Thanksgiving, the first year that he passed away. I was like, Hey, I like, I don't really know who else to do this with, but I feel like you would be open-minded. And I really want to go to a seance because I mm-hmm. feel like I need to connect with my dad. Like there's something in me that's like, I feel this is the first holiday season without him. And mm-hmm. I just am like feeling this pull. And I found this seance through a meetup group. So I was like, of course, (laughs) I'll go with you. Um, Yeah, and we went and it was just, it took a little while for him to come through, but just the whole experience was like so magical. I don't even, like what happened though? Yeah, yeah. Like Like what happened though? Yeah. (laughs) That was so good. Well, the first part of the story is we were in this little gift gift shop. So the seance was in the back room of this bookstore that had all like the crystals and the gargoyles. Mm -hmm. Gargoyles. (laughs) I got a gargoyle for my sister. Ah! Um, (laughs) So my friends are like playing with the pendulums with the the woman in the front desk. And they're like, whoa, this is wild. They're asking the pendulum all these questions and they're like working. And our one friend who's a total cynic was like, that's fucking weird. That's creepy. I don't know how, how does it know that? Like, I don't believe it, but it's, she's like, everything I've asked it, it's been dead on. Mm. So then I'm like, oh, that's cool. I want a pendulum. So I go and I pick like the prettiest crystal and I hold it and it's just sitting there. It's not moving at all. And so I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, am I blocked or something? (laughs) So then I pick another one and it's just still it won't move and theirs are like going crazy and they're asking it questions and it's like very they're both very responsive and they're like getting really into it and i'm like like why why is it so i asked the lady i'm like why is mine not working and i started to get like what is it what's wrong with me um so she's like well you know it has to read your energy so pick another one like what's your birthstone and she's like trying to find it they're all just not moving so behind this glass um like glass thing there's pendulums that were in boxes so you couldn't like touch them, but they were in a box. I'm like, I'm just going to get one and like hope it works when I take it home because none of these are working, but I'm just going to get one from the box that I like can't touch. It's in the package and like whatever. Full so I got that. We kind of put it on the back burner and then we went to the seance and um, the way it, we, I'm sure you guys have been to them. Like, mm-hmm. yes. And I, yeah. they say, <laughs> I come to you and then they just read whatever is surrounding. So all sorts of things from like this woman that had lost a child. I mean, he was picking up on like all like symbols. There was uh, one guy that had lost a parent. He's like, I see a train and the, the, all kinds of like symbolism and things. So it's going on and on and no one said anything about her. That's looking at each other like, is he gonna come through or? So finally this other medium in the room and not the guy running the seance, but another medium was like, 
can I come to you? And she said, you have somebody that newly passed and he's very nervous and he doesn't really know how to do this. But like he's, she described like every characteristic of her dad. Ooh, like but what? We were just sitting there with, she's like, he's, you know, shy, but he was like, and I wish I could remember more details, but it was like, we were just chills. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she just like started crying and it was, the things that he was picking up on, like even from people in the room, there was one abusive mother and he picked up on that from the person. And like, it was, it was uncomfortable. Like they didn't just tell you what you want to hear. They would say, you know, like whatever just came to them. Yeah. So going back to the pendulum. So he came to me and I haven't really had any, I'm fortunate enough to not really have any like loved ones pass away in my life for my family. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's, he said something about being afraid to be shiny. And he's like, you just, like, you start to um, express yourself and then you get shy and, like, kind of go with the herd. And his message to me was, don't be afraid to be shiny. So I don't really think anything of it. And I'm home a couple of weeks later and I'm playing with my pendulum that I got mm-hmm. in the box. And it was, like, crystal silver sparkling like shining in this light and it was just going crazy. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the shiniest pendulum that was not oh. even on the counter. So that was, I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that's oh. awesome. Do you use that now? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like it's accurate or it's, it's stayed? It's always been accurate. Yeah. Damn. Ooh, nice. So what do you both believe personally is going on when, when you go to a seance? Like how is a medium doing that? There's no right or wrong answer. <laughs> that's a katie question i'm like super super skeptical on um, i'm definitely not there yet now i'm like so let's talk about that yeah. do, you, do you think it's bullshit do you think they're making it up so skeptic, what do you think and because uh-huh. um, rachel both rachel just, just to catch you guys up both rachel and i have been and we've both like um like channeled also channeled channeled stuff so like we've experienced it but i want to hear from you why you think it's like what you think I mean, I've only been to one seance, so it's like hard for me to really speak mm-hmm. to like anything. But I just felt like when I went, the guy who was leading it just seemed like really into himself and like, I don't know, just wanted mm. to hear himself talk. And like, mm. he came to me and was like, said something that was like completely inaccurate. He's like, does that speak to you? And I was like, you are so. I think this is like an improv show where it's like, if you go to a bad improv show, you're forever going to be like, oh, improv sucks. Like, improv is not funny. But if you go to enough improv shows you'll see that like there's some that are really funny it's the same way with a a seance or a bad psychic or anything like any bad thing can establish you not believing that so that's fair if like you experienced someone that i think this guy felt the need to give everybody there a reading yeah and you were so closed off i think he was forcing a reading because you were kind of just like Mm -hmm. there for entertainment but you weren't you didn't really go with an open mind and you were kind of closed off but because you paid for it he felt the need to like give you a reading and just kind of like reached back that's what i think wait Mm. wait shelby what was your reaction like when he was like does that resonate i was like uh no (laughs) like sorry no i love that 
I'm not going to be lie to appease him. I'm sorry. But, no, uh, you should No, lie. I'm definitely, definitely a cynic, but something that I've been getting into. Actually, I listened to one of your episodes and it was with that guy who wrote Pop Magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like halfway through that book and I really am starting to believe in like manifestation and that whole bit. But oh, I, I'm yeah. not, not so sold on the... Uh, seances just like mm-hmm. mediums yeah so mm-hmm. what do you guys think i'm now i'm curious like what well, do you think happens? i want to know what katie thinks too okay first so yeah. i have this theory like i'm so interested in all this stuff and um i met this guy at one of my second jobs whose mom was a psychic and he gave me this book and it's called um hidden channels of the mind and basically what it says is like humans use 10 percent of their brain and the other 90 percent is like we've never even experienced it. And that's where your intuition and psychics, they're not like mad magicians. They're just people that have learned how to use these other parts of their brain that are Mm -hmm. more connected to like energy in the universe and they're more Mm -hmm. intuitive. And it's kind of a practice. Some people have a natural ability for it and it just comes easy to them. But I think some people can study it and learn to open up those channels. So I think it's, I just think it's part of our, energy and like we all have it some people just tap into it and some people don't some people mm-hmm. are more predisposition to it and some people like work at it and some people mm-hmm. just are closed off i'm probably one of those people fair <laughs> fair, fair. i don't yeah. want to be though i really do think it's i need scary. something in my life to like open me up and i don't know it but is what do you scary guys it is scary to be open-minded and vulnerable um i used to be a little more skeptical than i am now but i believe a lot what Katie said, and everything is energy, everything. And I think humans are, we're so lucky that we have minds that are capable of like being educated and understanding all of these different concepts that have been like integrated for so many generations. We know the, the latest on everything right now that has taken generations to make happen. It's kind of crazy when I like think about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But like everything is human made that we see in front of us. And if you can believe some, if you can dream something, it's possible. Um, Yeah, the human mind and people are, are amazing. And that being said, I've experienced channeling on both sides and I just believe it. And it's wild and it blows my mind and I love this shit. This is why we have a podcast talking about it. Okay, I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, does your boyfriend believe it? No, he's kind of a skeptic. Does that bother you? Cause that's like your your person I would assume. Um, How long have you guys been together? A little bit, um, like a little over a year and a half, a little okay. bit, but it's also, it grounds me cause it, I love debating. I love conversation. I'm a Gemini. Cool. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's interesting to have different perspective, but I've seen him open up to this stuff as well. Cause there's some things and I'm just like, look at that. Look at how beautiful life is and how like things just fall into place and these little synchronicities and these signs and manifestations. Yep. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, <laughs> for me, <laughs> there'll be those synchronicities and it's like, it makes it undeniable to where like, I've been living alone for a while now and I do talk to myself like, because I have (laughs) to comment on, because I have to comment on some of the shit that happens. That's too fucking like, you can't make it up. Can you give an example? I'm so like, okay. So like I needed to get my car across the country. This is like a wild manifestation. Wild. Um, (laughs) I needed to get my car all the way across the country. And I started by looking at shipping it. It was going to be like $1,400. I got quotes as low as like 900, but it, 
the businesses seem kind of shady. And so it's like, okay, that was my starting point. I kept releasing it, which is totally a technique in manifestation. It's like letting it go, not stressing about it, trusting myself and the universe that it's going to work out. And because I kept like letting it go, new, new ideas to try would come to me. So I like tried reaching out on social media, trying to find someone to drive it. Then eventually I found a very, very specific website <laughs> that matches people who need a car to drive and people who have a car that needs to be driven. It could be anywhere in the world. Like, and I put up a post just describing the two states I wanted to transfer the car between. And um, I, a woman responded and it, it was seeming like, okay, I was gonna only have to pay her $300. So it's like, okay, I manifested like a thousand dollar discount. This is good. Um, <laughs> um, she was moving, she was moving though. So she would need a lot of space in the car. And I, I had wanted to include some of my own stuff in the car. So that kind of sucked, whatever. Then I didn't hear back from her to get her license. And it was, it was giving my intuition a feeling of like, this is feeling a little off. And then I woke up the next morning to a, a new message on the site from a guy that's my exact same age, grew up in the town next to where I grew up. So like instant trust. These are like small yeah. ass mm -hmm. towns. Yeah. Um, he goes to the like high school or his brother goes to the high school. My dad went to like a Catholic school. Like he needs to drive about 20 miles. His final destination is only 20 miles from where I need the car to get. <laughs> Oh my God. He doesn't want any money. He does not want any money because he was going to pay to rent a car to do this. Oh because, my God. Yeah. Because he has severe asthma. So he can't get on an airplane and like risk getting COVID. Like he really cannot get COVID. Uh -huh. um, so he needed to drive home for the holidays and like, so the, so $0. <laughs> and who did he like, drive with? Who did he my, drive with? My plant babies. What, they, purify, <laughs> they purify air. So he gets the best deal. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my so, God. That's so special. Yeah. So like, <laughs> right. That's, that's the only items I included was all my house plants, which basically took up the entire back seat. But it's like, yeah, it's purifying the air for He's a guy probably with probably having a whole spiritual experience driving your car. Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy. So when, when that email came in and he, he would have had no way to know where in the state I was looking to get this car. And he just shared where he's from and where he's trying to go. And like, it was the town next to my town. Um, that's when out loud to myself, I said, holy fucking shit. Like, <laughs> we're, tr we're trying to get you to talk to yourself more. I do yeah. it all the time. I, yeah. I, 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 I do it. And my mom did it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's comforting. So what about you? Yeah, do you have an experience like that that's happened recently? Oh my God. Every day. Well, actually yeah. where I live, my little cottage, um, it's a cottage, but you know, I'm fostering cats. So <laughs> I get my cottage. <laughs> um, but so this cottage that I live is, is a studio cottage. It's like white and bright and light and like very cozy, just moved in first place ever living by myself. And it's literally exactly what I was imagining. And I was searching for weeks and weeks and weeks. I've talked about this on the podcast, messaged this guy and turns out off Craigslist, turns out I know him from doing improv. Oh my God. Um, and yeah, he's like so nice. I've known him for years and I've met his wife and they foster cats. They're really deep in fostering cats. They love it. Anyway, yeah. So every day that I wake up here, I'm just like, I 
manifested yeah. this because I imagined it and I started to doubt it a little bit, but then I was like in a bath and I accepted if it's meant to be my place, it's going to be. And if it's not, then something better is out there. And Did then you know the next day he responded. That, That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. This is giving me so much hope. Yeah. <laughs> I, just had like, I had a, so my friend and I, like everyone's going through a hard time, whatever we both work mm-hmm. like a ton. So we're like, you know what? We got to get out of here. We're going to like do a road trip and go to the national parks. So we decided to buy a van and we're in the process of doing that. Cause we want to like remodel cool. it and then take yes. the trip. Yeah. Mm. So oh, can we go to visit them? Oh yeah. We'll come see yeah. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Unless there's COVID then probably not, but, okay. um, <laughs> but no, so we've been looking like for like probably two weeks now and we found this van that we really, really wanted. And like, they, the asking price was just not, it was like from like 1978 and only had like 60,000 miles, but they were asking for $11,000 on it. And we're like, that's just, that, it's just not what mm-hmm. it should be. So we went to go see it and everything was like aligning really well. Like they really liked us and they're like, we want to sell it to you for sure. We were like, okay, we're not going to do it. Cause we're just two dumb girls. So we're going to have her brother who's a mechanic come look at it, blah, blah, blah. So we gave him a hundred dollar deposit. And then like the next day, um, they were just like really, really pushy with uh, my friend who was communicating with them. And like, it just started to feel mm-hmm. icky. Mm-hmm. Like they were just like, well, we have a bunch of other people interested. Somebody's going to pay us like $10,000 cash a day, unless you come pick it up. And it's like, bro, no, like no one's going to just show mm-hmm. up with 10 grand without looking at the car first and, and give it to you. And they had just listed it. So we like let it go. And I was super bummed, but maybe you just have to release it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, just like her story. Yeah. The yeah. Cash, it wasn't meant to be. It. Usually you're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. and there's probably it's you're being saved by from something and there's something better Mm -hmm. waiting Mm -hmm. cool it's a little detour yeah (laughs) i've learned that life is just so much easier yeah when you just let those things go and let it be a part of the process oh oh my god i've been really into shark tank recently you're talking it's to so the bastard. It's so fucking good. It's and like you my learn. Favorite show. It's yeah, it free is education about business. Um, but it's so interesting because something they said recently was like failure is a part of success. You just have mm-hmm. to accept that. And then like that is success, is knowing that. So yeah, you're you're on your way. It wasn't that bad. Oh, right. Yeah. A better van is bad. out there. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like listening to those little signs, like when you have that feeling in your stomach, like or just following mm-hmm. the numbers. Like when I was yeah. drinking that beer and it said Denver on it, like I knew that that was the decision I need to make, but you know, we're intuitive enough to listen to those little signs. Yes. Really yeah. Do either of you identify as a witch? What does that mean? Cause no, but. Ooh, what does that mean to you? What do you uh, think a witch is? What's that? What do you think a witch is? I don't know anything about them other than like Wizard of Oz. Mm. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Katie, do you? I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Um, I think that from what I would say, our witches are just spiritual people that believe in, you know, manifestation of kind of all the things that we are a total witch. We have have what we call a lesbian sitting room, but really it's a table that's this far off the ground and it has like little pods all around it. She reads tarot cards and lights candles. Like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. a witch. A definite witch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I grew up, I went to a Catholic school for eight years. So I'm like, I'm kind of starting just now in my 30s to like pull away from that type of organized religion and just mm. knowing that like you don't have to follow, you know, guidelines that type of thing. And yeah, another world out there and just believe what you believe. And again, I, I don't really put a label on it. I, I just say I'm spiritual and I definitely believe in manifestation, 
um, spirituality, a higher power, like that we're all connected. And um, I don't believe that when we die, we're just gone. I think, oh no, no. energy does not just, you can't kill an energy. And uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just now starting to explore it. And I, I don't know, maybe I am a witch and I just didn't know it. You might That's be a, a basic witch. witch. I think you're a witch. Yeah. <laughs> What's your definition of a witch? Uh, we a lot have, of that. Yeah, a lot of that. Um, I kind of respect how you guys were both like, well, I don't know that much yet because we say witchcraft equals wisdom. It's like a, a lifelong practice, just like yoga, of gaining mm -hmm. wisdom, especially wisdom of self. And I believe like self-love, self-empowerment and self-knowledge is witchcraft because you get to know you and then you can mm. transmute energy and help heal. But you have world. to know and love you. Yeah, exactly. To be able to do what Leah said. So when did this like spark an interest in both of you? Like, was there a turning point mm. in your life when you, you felt you needed like to help yourself in a way or have you always kind of felt this way or? Mm. There's a lot of episodes about okay. yeah. <laughs> it's like the whole show. Yeah, but like from, from birth and then like, you know, it's always, always learning, always adapting and always accepting, like learning to accept new ideas and new identities. Okay. So for like somebody who's pretty, I mean, this is why we call it basic witches is because like, we're always learning new things. Yeah. So for somebody starting out like me who like, is interested but not convinced or like you know searching for something more where would you like suggest starting uh episode one. episode one i was gonna <laughs> say the same thing <laughs> okay so, fair I, so when I, I asked, my first seance i asked the guy i i asked him why is this kind of things like seances and, and tarot and witchcraft why is this kind of taboo in our society now and the answer that he gave was really interesting and back then or do you mean popular now well, why isn't it she's saying why like is it taboo? More, more of an interest now and in where it's like they used to burn witches right you right know? So mm -hmm. now it's kind of it's, it's making a comeback or people are starting to like re you know bring it back to life and his response was like it made so much sense to me like those were women that were intuitive and smart and powerful mm -hmm. back then they put so much emphasis on the church they didn't that was a threat and mm -hmm. so they they put like this bad taboo label on it and that's why like a witch has you know, in a lot of ways, a negative connotation, but mm -hmm. I think it's really cool that you guys are like bringing positivity to it and making it not so it's scary, you know, it's not a negative thing. It's actually mm -hmm. really positive and, and empowering. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing is like witchcraft. It's, it starts solo before you have a coven. It's like traditionally a self-practice. So that's something very different from organized religion. And then the other big difference is that organized religion usually teaches a power being external outside of you. And witchcraft is like, you can actually empower yourself. So of course, patriarchy, capitalism, consumerism mm -hmm. all go against that. Religion. They, they don't promote. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you help me to turn Shelby into a witch? <laughs> I think just keep doing it by, yeah. by just being you. Well, also we could pull cards. Yes. Let's demonstrate ask the guides. demonstrate the the practice. Hell yeah! Um, do you guys each want a card pull? Maybe Leah can pull for one of you, and I can pull for one of you. Sure. Okay. Awesome. Do you have any questions for the cards? Ooh, I can think. 
I just I just want to let it I just want to let it roll. Okay. Okay. Then you go first. I'm gonna think about a question. Okay. Let's wait for Leah to get back. Okay. Okay, so um Katie, you're going first. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like I'm gonna pull for you. From this deck, ask your guides. These Love are it. okay. So and your nails are also fabulous. Thank you so much. <laughs> if you're a witch, you have to have awesome nails. No, I'm just kidding. No, I did just get a manicure and it looks sick. Oh, what? shit. Well, you're pretty witchy, though. You're well on your way. <laughs> yeah, those are black, right? Very yeah. witchy. Okay, I'm feeling this one for you, Katie. <gasps> I know this card. This is a beautiful card. Mm. master teacher oh, you're gonna teach me real yeah purpose <laughs> I'm gonna right now okay so memorize that and let me read you what it says the number is 38 okay it was like a yellow brick road arrow t- yeah. going straight into the mouth of what looked like a god like zeus almost uh, a big man yeah. in the sky stars and someone's walking towards and they have their briefcase. a lot of blue and yellow yeah the mm-hmm. shadow figure walking on the path has a briefcase and fla- uh, like flowers, flowers. And bouquet. okay okay let's see what this says um this is an oracle deck so there is not that kind of split yeah that's a little different yes so this is just gonna like tell you a message. Oh, cool! This seems perfect for me. This seems, try to tell me about like these majors and minors and no, like, this is uh, <laughs> like, no. Oracle's like a little oh, simpler. The labia majora minora is not. <laughs> that's not a card. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it is in someone's deck though. Um, okay, it says consistency, dedication, reliability, faithfulness. You're beginning to stride into your purpose. Work is no longer a struggle and your master teacher is guiding you along the way. The more aligned you become with your life's proper path, the more your days will flow with ease. You'll lose track of all barriers as you go with the flow and throw your heart and soul into your efforts. Your dedication will pay off in the long run, but even this isn't important. Your efforts are their own reward. Doing what you love so well and so faithfully fulfills you. Your challenge is to resist the temptation to push yourself to exhaustion. Remain measured and steady and don't overlook the importance of taking a day of rest at least once a week. Your master teacher is pleased with your progress, but reminds you that even though you may love your work and feel that you could work forever, Mm. your body and mind do get fatigued. Develop the wisdom to know when to step away and refresh your soul. Your master teacher's message, pace yourself. Tell us, does it resonate? Yeah, I like it. (laughs) Did you need that reminder to slow down? What did you, what did you whisper to Shelby? Uh, well, we work together. So mm-hmm. I, said, uh, sometimes I said, I need a vacation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that might be exactly what well, this I is saying. I, I think it spoke to me for you a lot. So if I can just interject, like, so we work together. Um, and Katie's recently taken on a new role that I kind of had to like train her up on and like, 
this week she did like a really great job and like I have been like pushing her really hard and probably been a huge bitch about it so spoke to me for you <laughs> no I think like my I'm very cerebral and I'm in my own head a lot and like it it's exhausting to mm. like even though it seems like you don't do much like when you think all day and you care you care so much and you're like Leo that Leo folks, coming through yeah person like it is exhausting i i have friends that are just like god you're always tired it's like i put a lot of like emotional energy into my day you know mm. whether it's listening to a podcast and like trying to soak it all in or like trying to do a good job at work or just you know being present and trying to get through the day like it, it, to somebody else it might not seem like a lot but to me i'm i'm using a lot of like emotional like cerebral energy and it, it yeah. wears me out. Yeah, I can definitely, mm. I feel like we're so different in that regard. Like I go on autopilot. Yeah. And I feel like I have like so much energy and require so much less sleep, but you're just like so much more in tune with what's going around, mm. going on around you. And we like, ask each other all so the time, much like, more how, empathetic than I am. How are so. you not exhausted right now? And she's like, why are you always so tired? You are always tired. Well, it's what this card is saying is like, it's all going to happen. So you can pace yourself a little slower and rest. Yeah. And make sure to carve out a solid day of rest. Take a load off every once in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I Thank love you. it. Yes. All right, Shelby. Oh, those are pretty. They are very pretty. They're, they're rainbow. Gay. Yeah, they're very gay. Like rainbow ones just Doesn't it look like a rainbow pussy? I love them. Rachel, <laughs> them <for me>. yes. <laughs> um, so this is this is the iris deck. What would you like to ask? It can be very general, very specific, whatever you want. Oh shoot, That's I was coming to mind. Being read to you, I didn't even think about it. Um, could also ask like what do I need to know right now that's often what I ask um okay yeah ask about a a genre like career love you know whatever okay what do I need to hear right now about my love life love life okay nice let's breathe together inhale hold it exhale Shelby, 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 Shelby. Love for Shelby. This is it. Oh, hiding. Oh my gosh. I pulled this recently. 15. Have you been putting yourself out there, would you say, in your love life? Not really. Would you say you've been hiding? (laughs) I'd say more so not trying. (laughs) Okay. That's basically what this card is like calling out. Um... Let's read. Okay. Hiding. Are we hiding because we are crying or are we crying because we are hiding? Feeling fragile and emotional can also bring one of the most intense feelings, shame. Why do we need to hide our face? Everyone gets sad. Everyone cries. Everyone feels vulnerable. There needs to be no shame here. But I understand because I had too. Sometimes you just don't want to see anyone or the world around you. Maybe it has all become too loud and too much. It's perfectly fine to hide away in yourself until things feel safe again. I feel it. Yeah. We've talked a lot about on our podcast, uh, vulnerability and mm-hmm. us being, we're, we're such an interesting duo because we're polar opposites in so many ways. And 
Shelby has such a hard time being vulnerable and she kind of has a wall up, like everything's great. And she's this tough girl, but like you do have a difficult time kind of just being vulnerable and raw and open. And I think that's kind of what that card is. Like you're Mm -hmm. not going to attract a lover if you're, if you're not yourself and you're Mm -hmm. just kind of like hiding behind this wall and facade because you're scared or maybe you're not ready. You have more self-work. That's how I take it. Shelby, how does that feel? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, vulnerability is definitely one of my major weaknesses, uh, Mm -hmm. something that I struggle with. So, um, yeah, but then like also just the times that we're in, like, I feel like hiding is a little bit inevitable right now, right? Like, yeah, Yeah, we're all in isolation. Don't take it literal. You gotta like, this is the problem. You're like, it's not, you're not, you can putting yourself out there as much as you can. But it's deeper than that. Like, are you really putting yourself out there? Are you being vulnerable or are you kind of guarded? Yeah. Something okay. to think about, you know? Yeah. And like, whoever's listening to this, I'm sure this will help whoever. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it's okay to soften. It's okay to let people in. You'll, you'll actually be safe. You'll, you'll be okay. It doesn't feel like it, but. Do you guys have experience with that? Kind oh, of yeah. Like, yeah. How, so how did you do it? Witchcraft, self-care, therapy, medication, um, surrounding myself with people who genuinely love me and encourage me and, and um, listen and care and a whole lot of things, you know, but like it's a it's it's magical when when you find that. I am so Scorpio everywhere in my chart. So it's like, I've always been very vulnerable. (laughs) It doesn't feel like a choice for me. (laughs) Just constantly raw in front of everyone. (laughs) My whole life. It's gotten me into a lot of trouble, but it's also like a superpower too. We have a lot of Scorpio. We have some Scorpios. We do. Mm. Yeah. Just... Just so much water, so much emotion. Yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, where can our listeners find you guys? Plug it in. Plug it in, plug it in, baby. Yes. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Highness Podcast. We are on iTunes and Spotify. So, yeah. Yeah, our podcast is really just about living life and being authentic and real and Sometimes it's embarrassing and sometimes it's a mess, but, you know, just being relatable and sharing our, you know, life struggles with the, you know, our audience. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. With the world. I like what you were going to (laughs) say. With the world. (laughs) Awesome. Well, in closing, um, let's all say a basic blessing, something we're grateful for today. I'm grateful for Craigslist. I've gotten a lot of free supplies on there. So I'm grateful to like, uh, you know, community and helping each other because these are people helping me for free. Yeah, that's a great one. I would say I'm grateful for the world that we live in now to have the freedom to discover new spiritual realms and like the fact that if we want to be more interested in witchcraft, we can do that. And we're not going to be, you know, judged or, you know, put in a bad position and we have the freedom to do that. And I think Mm -hmm. that's 
grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Love that. I am grateful for the mountains and being able to go outside mm. and exercise and use my body like I did today snowboarding. Don't know what I'd do without that. Mm. Yes. Hell yeah. Um, I am grateful for, this is so basic, Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like her new album? I do. I really do. It's so melancholy, which is exactly what we all need this year. Like, give me more bath music. I'm at home. (laughs) I have the time. All that music, a sad delight. <laughs> yeah, right? I love That's it. Sad delight. Very grateful for music and her. Nice. That is life. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, ladies, so much. Yeah, thanks so much for coming sure. on. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Witches, this show is made possible by listeners like you who contribute on our Patreon. If you want to join the Basic Witches Coven, become a patron. And as a thank you for your support, we'll give you all kinds of witchy goodness, like card readings and custom art. We'll see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic Witches.